Well, today we hear one of these Gospels that are very different sometimes from the idea of, oh, God is love and He is all mercy and everything is so beautiful in the Bible. Well, today we hear something a little different, but it's, it's just different. It's not that it is just something that we shouldn't hear. No, we should hear these kind of Gospels too. And it's very interesting that he's speaking about salvation, a topic that for many people, this is not important anymore today. The, the question about if I am going to be saved or not, many people are indifferent to that question. That's not important anymore, but it is important for all of us who believe and should be important for everybody. The question is, Lord, will only a few people be saved? Will only a few people be saved? Well, is, why are these people asking about this? Well, because there was a controversy at that point. There were two different perspectives. There were two different groups of people and they have had two different points of view. Some people said, we are the people of Israel. We are the, choice, the chosen ones not going into politics this week, I'm the, choice, I'm the chosen one, uh, but they, they were saying we are the chosen ones, we are all, all people who are part of these people of Israel are going to be saved. Some others said, no, that's not true. Only those who are chosen by God, not chosen by God, but those who do things and who try to get into heaven, those are going to be saved. So only the people of Israel, but the rest of the peoples who are called Gentiles are not going to be saved. Only those who are chosen ones. So there are two different perspectives. And Jesus doesn't want to follow those perspectives. He doesn't want to fall into the trap. Remember that there are people here in the Gospels who are always asking questions to see if Jesus is going to side with their party, is going to side with one of, those, one of these groups, but he doesn't follow into that, that temptation. Because there are two perspectives in this idea of salvation. One that is some presumptuous people and some who are indifferent people. The presumptuous people think that they are going to be saved because they are doing the right thing, because they are doing some things that are going to put them directly into heaven. We could speak today of uh, maybe some people who have a magical formula to go to heaven. If you go to mass every day, if you pray the rosary every day, you are going to heaven. Go to confession every month. Those are very good things to do, but it doesn't mean that just by doing those things we are going to heaven or we are going to get the favor of God. And I'm going back there in a little while. And the opposite perspective is the idea of people who are indifferent to this or who, maybe the word is not indifferent, but these are people who say, ah, God is mercy, God is love, Nobody's going to hell. I'm going to do everything and at the end of my life I'm going to ask for forgiveness and God is going to forgive me and I will be in purgatory some, uh, for a short time and then I go to heaven. So it's two different perspectives that we have in our church. Don't think that this is for people outside. No, there are people who say they are Catholic who think like that. 
two different perspectives. But Jesus doesn't side with any of those opposite perspectives because for him, these two ideas are not the most important. In the, so we have, we could call some a rigid perspective and a lax perspective. Too much laxity in our society brings us into many problems. Moral laxity brings change in civil laws. And we see that sometimes in our society we see how consumption is the most important thing. The idea that I need to buy stuff, I need to possess something in my life, and in that way I might find some kind of happiness. So we were told that buying things was going to bring us happiness, but we see that that is not true. Buying things bring us more worries. We are more worried that maybe if I buy more stuff, then I have to buy insurance because somebody can steal what I have or somebody might kill me because they're gonna get what I got. So it's not that I'm gonna be relaxed and happy. No, there is more, more stuff that comes with that. The other thing is the idea of love. Love today is not, for some people, love is not that important. Or love can be used in a utilitarian way. I'm going to say that I like this person. I'm going to say that I love this person because I need something from them. But true love is not present there. Even sexuality today has become an idea of consumption. It's like going to the store. You go get something, buy it, and enjoy. And that's not the original idea from God. We become too lax in morality, and that doesn't help our society, as we have seen many things around the world going on uh, in, in these things that I am saying. So it's important that we take care of uh, what is what Jesus is talking about today, because then we find in the gospel too that people will come knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. And he said that the response is, I do, not, I do not know where you are from. And people will say, we ate and drank in your company and you told in our streets. What is he saying? Well, that maybe some people heard about Jesus. Oh, I, we went to Mass every Sunday. We sat down there and, uh, well, we left after communion, Lord, but we were there. We listened to you. We listened to the gospel. Uh, we, 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 we read the, the bulletin. We did all these things and we said hi to Father Trout and all the, uh, Lord, open the door for us. And the Lord will say, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. Why is he that strong using evildoers, depart from me? I mean, at least we listen to you. At least we read the Bible sometimes. At least we say the rosary sometimes. Why is the Lord calling us evildoers? And then I have to bring a phrase that Pope Francis said. I, I preached about this in last year, but he says this very interesting phrase that it is not enough, uh, uh, now I forgot the phrase. Uh, yeah, I forgot it, but it's something like, it's not enough not to do, it, it is, okay. It is good 
not to do evil, but it is evil not to do good. It is good not to do evil, but it is evil not to do good. And maybe this is something that Jesus is saying. I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. Because by not doing what we are supposed to do, by not doing something good, by being indifferent to some situations in our world, to our neighbors, even to our own hearts, maybe we are doing something evil. We are not doing what God is expecting us to do. And in this situation, we can speak, for example, about many situations around the world. One of those things is the Amazon. We have, uh, we have seen these, all these pictures of the Amazon, the rainforest uh, burning this week, and many people are posting on social media, oh, please take care of the Amazon. But what are we doing in our own context today, in our own backyards, in the gardens, and in our own house to take care of the environment? It's not just about posting pictures, but it's about doing something. It is good not to do evil, but it is evil not to do good. And right now we see this as something very cool, something nice, let's take care of the Amazon. But there will be the time, and the time is today, when it becomes a necessity to act and to do something. Not just about the Amazon, but it's about the gospel. Because Jesus is saying, strive to enter to the narrow gate. Strive to enter. We have to make some effort. We have to make some sacrifice. It's not going to be that easy to enter through the narrow gate. Remember the second reading that I hope all of you who are parents are going to read this later and to your children because it's very important, speaks about discipline. My son, do not disdain the discipline of the Lord. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. All disciplines, at, at the time, all disciplines seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So our sacrifice, the sacrifices that we do every Sunday, let's say by coming to Mass, by praying the Rosary every night uh, as a family, the sacrifices that we do by listening to maybe a person who we don't want to listen to, maybe by advising somebody or being patient even in, in matrimony, by being patient with our co-workers, those kind of sacrifices come through from the discipline of the Lord and they come from a real understanding of what Jesus wants in our lives. So the idea is not to do all these things, being indifferent and God is going to save me, or the idea that I'm going to do these specific things and through those things I'm going to be saved. But the most important thing is that we get to know Jesus Christ because that's what he's saying. I do not know where you are from. That we, I am not doing things, I'm not following the commandments because I'm going to hell. So I have to follow the commandments but I am following the commandments because I assimilate the word of God, because I believe what he is saying, because I understand that this is the best thing in my life and is going to help me in my relationships with creation, with each other, with myself and with God. When I assimilate this and I understand that this is for my own good, 
that all these things that I hear in the church are for my own good and not moral impositions, then I am getting to know the Lord in a deeper way. And then when I do those things, because I understand that they are good for me, as the child who understands that the discipline from his parents occurs because it is something good for him, when I understand this in that way, my relationship with God will be better. And in that way, I will understand what is all this thing about salvation. Hopefully, during this week, let us reflect on the words of the Lord. And let us really grow in a relationship of true father and sons, God and his creatures and his children, that he is going to be with us, that he is going to give us the strength that we need to follow his word, and that we are going to do something, that we, we are going to act now and try to strive to enter through the narrow gate who is Jesus Christ.